Bonnie, thank you for dancing with me in the discomfort zone today. And I am not only your host today, I'm your guest. My name's Ann Bonnie, and I am a speaker. I'm an author. I'm a podcaster, as you know, because you're here. Um, and I also like to spread joy. I've been accused of being the love child of Tigger and Richard Simmons, <laughs> which I think is awesome, by the way, though my parents are like, um, which one of us is Richard Simmons? But it's cool. Like, oh, and real quick, quick digression. Anybody out there knows how to get in touch with Richard Simmons. If I got to meet him, I would be, that would like make my life. And I've had a pretty good life, but like that would be the cherry on top. So if anybody out there knows Richard Simmons and would like to introduce me, I would be forever in your debt. I'll give you my firstborn. It's likely never to happen, but it's okay. Like you can have it. So anyway, um, I am here today. So I've been accused of being an endless optimist. I have accused of being the love child of Tigger and Richard Simmons. I've been accused of being a little too sunshiny and I get it. And you probably wouldn't be listening to this if that was, if I was one of those people who annoyed the heck out of you. Um, but the fact is I do have a very optimistic and positive view on life. And sometimes that's a choice. I mean, especially these days, if you're paying attention to what's going on in the world, there are a lot of negative things going on. And so today I'd love to present a concept that I think has really helped me maintain a positive outlook uh, and thus see the good in the world and be able to head off a lot of conflict as it starts to come into my life. So this is an emotionally, emotional intelligence concept that actually has some basis in science. So there's a thing called a reticular activating system in your brain, and it's basically the piece of your brain that alerts you when there's something important to pay attention to. Usually it's danger, super helpful. Again, when a bus is coming, you wanna know, you wanna pay attention to that. Um, but otherwise, you might not notice buses all the time. You know, you've, you've heard the story about, you know, I once went and bought a Mini Cooper. And before that, I thought they were so unique and everything. And all of a sudden, I drive off the lot and everybody's got one. I feel I see Mini Coopers everywhere, right? That's my reticular activating system saying, oh, Mini Cooper, important. Let's pay attention to those. You probably didn't see the Ford Escorts and the Land Rover Discoveries. Well, you might have seen those because they're really cool. Um, or the, you know, the, the Honda Civics you might not have seen on the way home. But every single Mini pops out at you. Again, your brain has somehow gotten the message, that's important, let's look for it, okay? So today's concept is assuming positive intent. When I, somebody does something or says something or something happens, oftentimes our brain immediately goes to the danger in the situation, goes to where is the negativity in this situation? How is this against me? Or, or maybe getting defensive that they were doing something wrong or against me. When oftentimes, and usually I have found that it's the case, there is no negative intent. There is no negative connotation to what they're doing. They're just getting through their lives. Or, you know, the, the full piece is not a fully negative picture. And so one of the things I encourage people to do is as they're in a situation where they're assuming somebody is against them, out to get them, attacking them, or that they did something specific to them, to stop for a second, ask yourself, what else could explain what's going on? And, you know, assuming positive intent it rolls off the tongue nicely. But what I'm really asking you is to consider that there could have been positive intent. 
Okay. Consider that there could have been something else going on other than they were just out trying to ruin my day or whatever negative assumption we jumped to. Perfect example. One day, um, I sh- my brother was going to be coming to this family reunion and bringing his family. And I found out that he might not be able to go. And so I texted him, I'll get unexcited to see you. And my intention was um, that, that like I was excited to see him, but if they might not come, I'll go ahead and get unexcited. So if they can't come, I won't be disappointed, right? So it was my cute, stupid way of saying, I'm excited to see you, but I'll stop doing that just in case you don't get to come. Well, he didn't take it that way. And his text back to me said, Anne, that sounds like a really negative, unnecessary thing to say. So I'm going to just say, I hope you have a good day and, or I hope your day gets better or something like that. And literally like by him saying that sounds like a negative, unnecessary thing to say, it was him saying, basically, it's not like you to say crap like that. And again, I still don't know what he thought I meant, but it was clearly nothing good. (laughs) He basically was saying, hey, this doesn't sound like you. You're not usually to somebody to say shitty things to people, especially not to me. And so I'm just going to say, I'm going to like let this go and hope you have a better day. And the cool thing was by him leaving it open, that seems like a negative shitty thing to say. I, it opened up the door for me to say, oh no, that totally wasn't my intention here was my intention. I'm so sorry. It came off that way. And his response was, oh yeah, that didn't seem like you, right? He left a little space for there to be another explanation than all the conclusions that he was jumping to about what I said, right? And he left that open to actually understand where I was coming from because I genuinely meant it in a loving, you know, I'm I'm so sorry if you can't come, (laughs) Next time, I'm going to be a little more clear in my language. (laughs) But by him not saying, wow, you're a jerk, I would have been like, what? What What just happened? Like, why am I a jerk now, right? By him saying that seems like a negative thing to say, it left the door open for a conversation. He considered that maybe there was something underneath it that he wasn't thinking about, which was actually what happened. So... As things happen, and I do this on large scale too, you know, there's a lot of bad things going on in the world. And while they are still bad things, intent may have been different. And by considering that the intent isn't malicious, we're just opening the door for a little more empathy for each other and to be able to deal with conflict and deal with problems and deal with challenges in a little bit more empathetic way to hopefully not exacerbate the problem. You know, it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And by being a little more empathetic to those around us and why things may be happening or what the intent might have been, we're able to open some conversations and open some doors to relational, more relational harmony. And again, I'm not saying we excuse bad behavior. I'm not saying we let people say bad things. And my brother did confront me about this thing that he thought was negative. But again, he didn't do it as, you're a jerk and that was a mean thing to say. And cut off 
any possibility that I didn't, that I had good intentions. He instead said, that seems like a really crappy thing to say. And that was his interpretation of what I said. But by saying that seems like, he was talking about what happened rather than me as a person. And it opened up the ability for me to explain what my actual intent was and to apologize for the impact that my silly comment actually had, right? So this is where I get the opportunity to say, okay, cool, my intent was different than my impact. Let me go ahead and explain that. But had he cut me off and said, that was a mean thing to say and you are a jerk sister, I never would have had the opportunity to have that conversation, to share my intent and apologize for my impact, right? So when we're on the other end of this, make sure when you're on my brother's end of it and something just rings offensive, make sure you take a second to say, what else could explain this? Let me consider that their intent was positive. And how do I wanna deal with that, with this situation, with that in my mind? It does change the way we interact with people and it makes conflict a whole lot easier to deal with. And sometimes when it isn't something we can do anything about, it just makes it a little more, a little less stingy, a little less hard to take when you think there may have been something else behind what just happened. I'm going to go with that belief and I'm going to look for that as I go through my life rather than always looking for the offense and the attack and the negative. Good luck with that, anybody. If you have any questions about that or other comments, please email me, Ann at ambody.com. You can also go to my website, yourchangespeaker.com, dancinginthediscomfortzone.com, whatever. And uh, let me know if there's any other topics you'd like me to attack here too, whether it's guests you'd like me to have or things you'd like me to talk about myself. Thanks so much for listening. Everybody. Go out there, consider positive intent and see what that does to your day. Have a good one, everybody. We'll dance again next week with, uh, who's on next week? Oh, Brian Martin, the dancing widower. That's what it is. He's amazing. You're going to love it. I'll see you next week.